Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back. Here we are, uh, episode 34. Uh, if you're watching this on a Tuesday, then that means that you subscribe to my Patreon. So thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to continuing to uh, provide lots of great content up on that platform. And if you're listening to this on a Wednesday, hey, what's up? Uh, welcome back. Just so you know, I launched my Patreon yesterday, uh, which is yesterday was Tuesday. And any other time, well, you know, I guess just check the date and then you could figure out when that was or whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I got my Patreon is live. I am very excited about it. I this episode went up on Tuesday because that's one of the perks of being on the Patreon is you get early access to any podcast episodes. And right now on the Patreon, I actually have, uh, well, this episode, obviously, but then I also have the first episode of my new podcast with uh, my girlfriend, Zoe. Uh, we started a podcast called Pop the Question, which is a relationship comedy podcast, and that's going to go live in a few weeks. But if you want to check that out before it gets released, we have early access on the Patreon and then in addition to that, uh, for those of you wondering, maybe, perhaps, uh, if you subscribe to the Patreon, you, in addition to getting early access to content, you also get bonus episodes. So, you know, stuff that will only live on the Patreon, and I will have Q&As. And if you're a Patreon subscriber, you can also, you know, suggest topics that you want me to cover on those bonus episodes and, you know, ask questions that you want me to answer on those Q&As. And depending on what tier you subscribe to, because there's different tiers, I also have merch discounts on future merch drops and then also early access to live tickets. Uh, early access to live tickets, early access to buy tickets to live shows uh, once this pandemic uh, is over. So, you know, that's up there right now. If you want to check it out, I will put the links to the Patreon in the show notes and then on YouTube in the description. And oh, and then, yeah, it's also I mean, I guess I'm also trying to build like this community on that platform. We have a discord chat where, you know, I'll be in there and we can all sort of talk and interact and I don't know. I think it could be a pretty, pretty cool thing. So if you want to check it out and, uh, you know, it, it definitely would obviously be supporting me and I, I would be very grateful for that. But I am also working really hard to make sure that you, you know, you get that value with that subscription by providing you, you know, quality content uh, consistently and, you know, just trying to entertain you uh, as much as possible. So, yeah, check it out if you want to. Uh, got the link in the show notes and in the description and yeah uh but let's let's get to talking huh let's get to talking about what's going on uh well listen real quick i just want to let you know that i experienced some some real severe disappointment just i don't know 10 minutes ago you know i'm getting ready for this podcast i want a little snack you know i want a little nutrition i want something that kind of makes me feel good but i was feeling a little hungry wanted something to sort of satiate myself so i thought hey let me let me have a banana Right, I go over. There's one banana left, which you know we normally buy. You buy a you buy a good bunch of bananas. I probably buy nine bananas at a time, ten, maybe hey, maybe twelve if I'm feeling like hey, I'm gonna go heavy on the banana eating this week. But there was one left, and it wasn't ripe. It was still hard and stiff, which you know, I I'm not sure why because the other ones were fine. So like this one just really just decided hey. I'm not dying today, buddy. I feel like this brain, this banana's got a brain, and this banana said, "Nope, I'm not. 
I'm not ripening for you. You can put me under the sun. You can expose me to light. You can do whatever you want to, but I will not be put in a place where you will be able to consume me. And I was like, all right, banana, well, fuck you then. So then went into the fridge, opened up the old uh, refrigerador, and what do I see? I see a couple avocados in there because those avocados were already ripe. Don't want them to overripe. Throw them in the fridge, right? Wrong. Because I opened up that avocado, too ripe. So we got the banana that's not ripe enough. We got the avocado that's too ripe. And at first, I'm like, which one is more frustrating? Which one is sadder, really? Or is one frustrating and one is sad? The banana's frustrating. The banana's frustrating because the banana set an expectation. When you get the banana, it's got a certain color. It's not ripe enough yet. And you think, okay, a certain amount of days, it will be. It's, a, it's, it's an agreement. When you buy the bananas, you're making an agreement with the banana. That's not bananas. That's just banana law. That's banana law. Look up the, look up, look up the law. Look in the law. There's a law that says when you buy a banana, that is a binding agreement, give or take a couple days. But you, you, know, you can kind of feel... And this banana broke that law. That's frustrating. This banana broke its agreement. This, this banana broke its word, all right? Most bananas I've met in my life, they keep their word. Bananas are very loyal fruit, okay? This banana, I mean, stubborn. Maybe, and look, I get it. You're trying to survive. I understand. I, under, I understand. I understand the wanting to survive, banana. But also, keep your word. Keep your word. So that's the frustrating. The avocado's sad because that's on me. Because the avocado makes the same agreement. Pretty much all fruits and pretty much all food make an agreement, right? Uh, meat, meat packaging, there's an expiration date. That's an agreement, right? The avocado made an agreement. I let the avocado down. That's sad. I feel guilty. I feel guilt. When an avocado goes bad, I feel like I feel like I committed a crime. If, if, if I'm being honest, I feel like I, I should be held responsible. I feel like I let that avocado down because that avocado said, hey, listen, I was born and I was born to reach the point that I could be enjoyed. Right. And then I even give you some wiggle room. Right. I go a little bit. You, 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 you take too much time to get to me. Throw me in some, throw me in some guacamole. Throw me in there. Mash me up. You can do that. I let this avocado go too long. I didn't acknowledge the avocado. I forgot about the avocado. I ignored the avocado. I was a bad, you know, I was a bad partner to the avocado in the, in the, in the interpersonal agreement that we made. Este aguacate, ahí está. Y está diciendo, oye, aquí estoy. Me puedes disfrutar. You can enjoy me. Si nomás me puedes dar una chance. Un chance. ¿Es una chance? Un chance. I think it's un chance. Un chance. Chance. The rapper. <laughs> and I let the avocado down. And that's on me. So, what did I do? Had, had some pickles. Very, very, very underwhelming. Because I just got ingredients in my fridge and I didn't feel like cooking anything up. And I got nothing frozen that I could just make real quick. So, pickles it is. So, if you're wondering, hey, Daniel, where's your breath at? I got pickle breath. I'm in pickle breath territory with a coating of frustration and guilt from the bananas and the avocado. So, that's where my day's going. That's that's the beginning. That's, that's the beginning of my day. 
Not that this is super early in the morning and I'm eating pickles for breakfast. Although, you know what? If you want to eat pickles for breakfast, eat pickles for breakfast. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. We're in a pandemic. <laughs> do you. Whatever, whatever, whatever soothes your soul. Uh, what else? Super Bowl was uh, this past Sunday. Didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't. I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a big sort of sit down, watch football by myself type of person. I like football. I, you know, I like it. I do, but I'm not a, I'm not a big, uh, I like the, I like the social, the, uh, the, you know, getting together with your friends and watching football together. You know, you're talking, you're socializing, you're eating food, you're drinking, you know, whatever. It's fun. But all that sounds like my nightmare right now. So I'm going to go a hard pass on that. Now, was I invited to a Super Bowl party? No. Were there Super Bowl parties? Probably, for sure. I wasn't invited to them. I don't even know if there were any any Super Bowl parties hosted by, by people that I know that are my friends. But if there were, I think they just decided not going to invite Daniel because they know me. Because that's, that's good friends know each other. Good friends can do an RSVP for you without sending you the invite depending on the occasion. They said, "Oh, Super Bowl party, RSVP no to Daniel because Daniel's not coming." And they 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 were they were, they were correct. They would be correct. I'm not I'm not attending. I'm a I'm a cautious I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a cautious individual, all right? Some might say overly cautious. Some might say little bitch. I say, "Nah, I'm good." I'm totally fine with my decisions and what I, what I, my, 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 uh, my cautiousness. And, uh, yeah, I just, I, uh, I didn't have like a team growing up that was, that I inherited. Like sometimes I think a lot of people like they, you know, I'd have a, a football team that I grew up rooting for because of my parents. Definitely not like my parents, my dad's from Mexico, my mom's from Argentina. They didn't have a team that they grew up rooting for that. They passed down that fandom to me. I grew up in LA we didn't have a football team in LA when I was growing up, like during that time, no football team in LA. So to be honest, I actually ended up being a Philadelphia Eagles fan. I was a, I was a Philadelphia Eagles fan. And when I tell people that I was a Philadelphia Eagles fan, or I am a Philadelphia Eagles fan, they say, oh, you got family in Philly? Or they'll say like, oh yeah, me too. Or they'll be like, or they're a Cowboys fan. They'll be like, fuck you. Um... But everyone's confused, though, because they're like, you're from L.A. and you don't have family from Philly, but you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan. That seems very random. Was random, but here's the deal. I had a friend growing up whose family, uh, who had family from Philly or his dad was from Philly or something like that. And we grew up, I grew up watching Eagles games at his house. But what really, I think, reeled me in, what really sort of made me be like, I, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, was the fact that, it, that Donovan McNabb, uh, was the spokesperson spokesperson for Campbell's Chunky Soup. I think that was certainly a uh, a big a big part of it. Because listen, I m- may have been a mild fan of football, but I was a fanatical fan of food, all foods. I love food. As a child, food put in front of me, I mean all of it. Just you know, just like like their kids, the kids like food. I liked all food. I loved food. Give me the food. All of it. What is it? I'm sorry. Is it what? Oh, yes. I don't care. Pickles at seven in the morning? Give me those pickles, please. Um, and look, it's Campbell's uh, Chunky Soup. Is it? 
Is it real vegetables? Is it real beef? Who knows? It's it's the 2000s. At this point, I think McDonald's still doesn't have real chicken meat in their chicken nuggets, but people don't care because they go, oh, this is delicious. Was Campbell's Chunky Soup actually delicious, or did I just convince myself it was delicious? Neither. I'm 11 or 12. Everything is delicious. Give it to me. Is it real beef? Beef, here's the thing. Beef is for sure the least tasty sounding meat out there as far as like the, the, the big ones, as far as like the famous meats go, beef is like the least tasty sounding. You got steak, you got chicken, you got bacon, you got pork, you know, those sound tasty. If you eat meat, Mm, yes, for the most part, right? Beef, beef, beef stroganoff, beef stroganoff, Fucking, that sounds, Beef Stroganoff sounds like a classical composer from the Midwest. You know, that's what Beef Stroganoff sounds like. Uh, Beef Stroganoff sounds like, fuck, it was just like Mozart, Bach, and Beef Stroganoff. (laughs) Oh, man. Beef. Give me some beef. Oh, oh, man, Big old beefy boy. Give me that beef. Steak. Chicken. Pork. Beef. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed the commercials. I enjoyed Donovan McNabb. You you can hook me in with food. That's how effective advertising was. Advertising was so affected, effective that it made me care about a sport that beforehand I really didn't care that much about. But I said, ah, that quarterback, that football player, tasty food, you got me. That's how easy it is. No wonder everyone smokes cigarettes for years and years and years and years because you just saw people looking cool as fuck smoking cigarettes. And then the cigarette companies are just like, you know, I mean, people still smoke cigarettes. People still do it. They know it goes cancer. And then, okay. That's, I mean, the marketing is, is, is genius. Scary. Scary. I mean, I was, as, I mean, you want to talk about just like programming the way that like kids eat. I mean, I was eating cookie crisp for breakfast. Hey, mom, dad, what are we doing? (laughs) I'm eating chocolate chip cookies for breakfast. Pickles would be a better thing than the chocolate chip cookies. What are we, what are we doing? Delicious? For sure. Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Oh, you mean sugary bread? Mini, mini, mini pieces of a uh, little graham cracker bread thingies with cinnamon sugar on top? <laughs> Nutritious. Delightful. And then you find out how addicting sugar is. It's like, and people, he'll be like, hey, don't you think it's crazy that like Coca-Cola originally had cocaine in it? And then you go, yeah, that's crazy. But how about the fact that we still have loads of sugar in like everyday meals that kids are just consuming on the regular? And that is the cheapest, most cost-effective way in order to to, to sort of get food. It's like just fiending. No, I still, to this day, fiend. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sugar fiend. Did the whole 30. Great. But I felt it. I felt that, whew. That little, where's the chocolate? Go, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I need it. I need it. I need it. Um, but yeah, football was not my thing at all. I was not, not a big, uh, I was a big tennis kid. Love tennis. That was, I started playing when I was like five and that, 
that took up that like defined my childhood because I played tennis competitively through my entire childhood. I played in tournaments here in LA, but then also like I would travel and, you know, compete across the country. I went to college for tennis and I played for a couple years um, there, but, and like at a young age too, like I was traveling and competing in tournaments at like 12, 13, you know, 13, I'm a man in Judaism, but still a child. I remember one time I, I went at a tournament in St. Louis and this is where, like, I mean, these tournaments were like in sometimes, sometimes bigger cities, but like also sometimes random places. I mean, St. Louis, Fort Lauderdale, but then like Dothan, Alabama, you know, um, and which they had a really nice facility there. Uh, but I had, a, I had a tournament in St. Louis and sometimes, oh, there was this other kid that I, that I, that I knew and he was going with his mom and you know, sometimes you just go with like another kid and his parents, you know, or sometimes there were kids that had coaches and the parents would pay the coach to take the kids to the tournament. And I would sometimes go with like a coach who was like chaperoning a group of kids or whatever. Um, and I went to St. Louis with this kid and his mom and the kid was like a higher ranked player than I was. And I, uh, you know, I was, I was a lower ranked player and I think he was one of the top seeds in the tournament. And, he lost like on the first or second day he was out of the tournament, like first or second day, but I was still in the tournament and they just left. Like I was staying with them at a holiday Inn, which is the tournament hotel. It's always like a holiday Inn or a Radisson or something like that. They just went, all right, bye-bye. We're out. And I'm going, uh, hello. You're leaving me behind. You're abandoning this child. Just I'm, I'm, I'm Daniel day Lewis's kid and there will be blood. I'm, I'm Daniel Plainview's kid, and there will be blood. You abandoned your child. It wasn't your child, but you abandoned a child. Just left me. So I was up the next morning because I needed to get to my, to my, to my match. And my match was at, like, noon, right? But I didn't have a ride there. And they didn't, like, they literally just bounced. They left. So I'm just this kid. I was like, all right, well, I got to get there. And it was the tournament hotel, so there's other kids competing in the tournament with their parents there. So I showed up at the breakfast, like, buffet area in the reception area super early. Like, I was I was so early, they hadn't loaded up the waffle mix yet. Like, the waffle mix wasn't loaded up. The The eggs were still in the microwave. I, I was the first one there. I rose before the sun, the waffles, and the eggs, all right? And eventually I got a ride, and I, 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 get, to the, I get to the facility uh you know where like the tournament is and i actually ended up running into a kid from la and he was there with his coach and i told him what my situation was they're like oh you just like stay with us and do you want to come come back with us and i was like oh no i already have my my flight booked and they're like no like on our plane and i was like what they had a plane and i stayed with them like i think it was a four seasons or a rich carlton like a super fancy hotel like that and which like huge upgrade for me. It really ended up working out. Had a good tournament, went way further in the tournament than I thought I was going to go. Stayed at a much nicer hotel and flew back on a private jet, which I haven't done since to this day. But um, that was my first time. I had no idea he this kid was like that rich. No idea. Which kudos to the parents. Like if you have that much money and then you have like a 13-year-old kid that doesn't act in a way that is just like, he's just like a spoiled brat that's like flaunting their, 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 their wealth you know, um, then like, you gotta be doing something right. Right. You know, uh, he was a nice, really nice kid. Uh, I'd say like, I'm saying nice kid. Like I was an adult when he was a kid. <laughs> Good kid. That one. 
good kid. We were he was an, he was a nice guy. He was a nice guy. Um but but yeah, that was that was that was my thing. I played tennis. I loved I loved I, I mean I loved Federer and Nadal. Those are those were the two growing up. And I it was so funny though because like when you're a kid, you know, you just you take in everything, right? And you the people you look up to, you also sort of try to mimic them in a way. And I was trying to mimic both Federer and Nadal, right? Now, if you don't know about either of these players, Federer is a pretty chill guy, all right? Not early on. Like, when he was younger, he had a real issue with, like, his temper. He had a real short fuse. But, like, Federer's known for just being, like, this fucking zen guy. And then Nadal is very intense and very celebratory. Like, his his, tra- his trademark was he'd fucking take his fist and he'd pump it and he would just flex his gigantic biceps and would just go, vamos! Right? And I, I tried to be the zen guy and the vamos kid. And... <laughs> I would, I would, I would, I was never the Zen guy. I was never the Zen kid. Never. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't do it. Definitely more of a Vamos kid. Didn't really like, there were kids that would just smash rackets all the time. Like they would get angry and they would just take the racket and break it, which seemed bonkers to me because like the rackets are $140. So you're just like, imagine $140 just breaking it because you got upset. I did that one time. I I broke a racket one time out of just sheer, I got beat so badly. Like I lost so quickly, so badly. It was like during that time where I was being like recruited by colleges and I was like, I really uh, wanna make sure that I, uh, that I do well. And then there was like college recruiters there and I got my ass handed to me and I broke a racket. And I was like very scared that my parents were going to be very upset with me for breaking the racket. Understandably so. Like it's, they spent their money to get me this stuff, and then I just broke it. But my mom was like, "It's okay. I I understand." Like, you know how badly you have to lose for your mom to be like, "It's I get it. That was that was embarrassing. That was that was tough. I I understand your frustrations. Like that's." <laughs> Like, 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 because when you're a kid and you misbehave, even if there is like some rationale behind the misbehavior, the parents are like, no, you don't behave that way. That's not, that's not okay. But for the parent to be like, I get it. I get the, I get the misbehaving. Just, all right, let's go cool off now. Yeah. Wasn't, but, uh, good times. Good, good times. That's looking back to last week's episode where I was talking about the hair, that's when I would like wear my hat backwards and I would want the hair kind of swoop down and it would cover the opening hole there and the hair would just kind of be winging out from the back. I just wanted, I wanted that look, that fucking, I was tan too. I know I'm, I'm super pasty, but I spent every day under the sun. And, uh, I mean, if I kept that up, uh, I don't, I don't think my skin would, would uh would 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 fare well. I think I I would expedite the aging process. Maybe get some skin cancer along the way because I was not wearing enough sunblock. But I'd look at my like ID photo when I was like 16, and I'm just like, yo, I look like a surfer, dude. I look like a fucking Troy, dude. Fucking Troy. Ah, uh, so yeah, those are good times. Oh. This is very exciting. This is a new development in my life that I am very thrilled 
to share with you all. Uh, I recently made a purchase. That's right. I recently bought a drum roll, please. Tortilla press. Hey, that's right. I bought una prensa para tortillas. And yes, I did Google that before this podcast because I wanted to make sure that I was saying it correctly. You know, sometimes I have things I'm like, I think that's right, but let me just double check because I'm just trying to be better about not making like small grammatical errors when I speak Spanish. Um, and even if I do make them, someone will correct me. Y'all might even correct me, which I encourage. And then I will try to not make those mistakes the next time, even though I might because it's a habit uh, and languages are difficult. Uh, but eventually, you know, work my way out of them. Hashtag el problema. Uh, but no, I got the tortilla press and I'm very thrilled about it. It's just, it's one of those things that I bought and I'm using and I'm like, oh, this was such a good choice. Sometimes you buy things and you go, wish I never bought them. Why did I need this? This was a mistake. Not this. This was a, a wonderful, a wonderful, des, d, d, you know, decision. It's the gift that I gave to myself that keeps on giving. All right. And honestly, it's a bit of a workout too. You know, you're pressing those tortillas, right? You're just, you know, you're pushing that handle down and uh, getting a little little forearm, little tricep workout. Honestly, I think they should have a workout plan that it's just, you know, just built around making tortillas. Now, is that going to be mostly just focused on your forearm and your tricep? Yes, but hey, that's the plan. If you want it, sign up for it, all right? But we just got to make sure that we're getting equal reps on both sides, you know, like five tortillas on the right, five tortillas on the left, right? Cinco tortillas con el brazo derecho, cinco tortillas con el brazo izquierdo, right? That's right, okay? Gotta get those tortillas. Um, those torti tortillas, tortillas. That was, those tortillas. Uh, that was my brain uh, catching up right there. That happens sometimes where I'm like, I'm like, how am I going to say this word right now? Am I going to say it the way that Jorge would say it or the way that George would say it? And then I end up saying it half the way that Jorge would say it and half the way that George would say it. And I just, I, I, I say it the way that Jorge would say it. My accent's like catching up. That happens when I'm switching between English and Spanish. When I'm switching between English and Spanish, my brain sometimes is just one step behind. Um, but... Anyway, yeah, that is, uh, that's the end of uh, this week's episode. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, as always. Uh, if you are on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh, please, you know, subscribe, leave a review, YouTube, subscribe to the channel, leave a comment. If you're on Patreon, thank you for supporting. If you're not, that's cool, but please check it out. Uh, I'll be back next Tuesday on Patreon with Early Access, next Wednesday with a brand new free episode, and next Thursday on Patreon with a bonus episode. So keep an eye out for that. But thank you so much for tuning in. Till next week, be good, be kind, and I'll see you then. Bye.